This is The Dime, a 10-minute dive into the cannabis and hemp industry through trends, insights, predictions, and tangents. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Dime. As always, I've got Kellen Finney here with me, and this week we have a special guest, Chris Denicola from Crappies. Chris, before we get started, how are you doing today? Good. It's staying warm. It's uh, single-digit degrees out there in the mountains of Conifer, Colorado, but loving it. Awesome. Awesome. Before we get started, can you tell the listeners a little bit about your backstory, how you got into the space and a little bit about yourself? Sure, absolutely. So once upon a time, I would say back in the 90s, got a chemistry degree from there, moved pretty quickly into big pharma. And, you know, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, that was the goal of every chemist basically coming out of, of you know, college was get into big pharma, get into Merck, a GSK, a Wyeth, something like that and you're set for life. And pretty soon after that, they started to have the contractions and the issues in the, the farm industry. And lots of people started getting laying off. Unfortunately, they kept me. I, I actually wanted to get my package so I could go start a brewery. Um, but, <laughs> you know, from there, I, slight tangent. A lot of people ask me, like, how, how should chemists get started in the, the cannabis space? My biggest thing is go work for two years as a QC chemist in pharma. That is the best education that you can get on analytical techniques, um, what's important, where error comes from, and just understanding all the, the technology and instruments that are out there. Anywho, so from, from pharma land, uh, actually took a year off. I think it was around 2004. Went and played, tried to play professional golf, like, you know, double A, triple A league. Um, had a blast, but did terribly. I mean, I had the game, but didn't have the mind at the time. And, you know, I always think back to those times when I'm designing these products. It was like, I, I really could have used these products like for the focus, for the, the recovery, for the sleep, for the clarity. Anywho, then got into some learning how to do product development and talking to customers. So market research, um, understanding when a customer says they want something, it doesn't always mean they want that product. It means they want that experience or that effect. So being able to, to really clearly listen to customers and translate in that into needs um, really really gave me a good foundation to essentially apply the the chemistry knowledge and the customer knowledge to, to what I'm doing today. Then back in 2013, moved to Colorado, started working in the cannabis space, hated it, thought there were, yeah, hated it. <laughs> uh, really wanted to get out, but stumbled upon some technology that I remembered from when I was working in Pharmaland and started working towards that, testing it, understanding what we could do with with these cannabinoids from a, a perspective of not smoking or not vaping or not tincturing or gummy bearing and saw that it was really working. So, you know, I've really spent the last four or five years perfecting that technology, understanding how it works, but more importantly, understanding the terpenes. And I think you guys would agree the terpenes are where a lot of the magic happens for the perceived effects that consumers feel. CBD sure can make you feel tired or relaxed, but it's not always the best tired or relaxed. It's the terpene blends from maybe like an OG Kush or like a Gorilla Glue that really, you know, give you that sense of, yeah, I feel good. I've got that well-being, but it's it's more natural. 
Yeah, I'm looking so, forward to super diving. long nutshell. No, I'm looking forward to diving into that. I got so many questions, but I, I need to stick to the script before we dive into those. So, <laughs> that was my pause. Crappies, right? Why? What yeah. is the origination of crappies, and why tablets? Sure. So I'll say it's crappies feel better hemp company. Okay. Uh, we don't want people to think it's it, they're crappies products. Um, but you know when I. Back when I was working for a company called ResTech, we were, I was on the road a lot doing market research, doing sales and technical trainings all over the world, you know, be gone for six, seven weeks at a time, not see friends, family. So I'd get back to, you know, the main office just exhausted and tired and usually in a bad mood because people were beating us up for at the time were really terrible products. So I got nicknamed Crappy. Um, from from some of my friends there, and so <laughs> when when our designer was coming up with this brand concept, um, her husband was the one that that coined Crappy for me. So she knows she knew about it. Um, so she's like, "Hey, I got this concept. I don't know what she's gonna think about it." I saw it, of course. I'm just like, "Nope, go on. Let's do something else." Um, but we tested it. We we sent it out to a couple people, and you know, by and large. I think two people so far haven't liked it. They they haven't quite they didn't quite grasp it, um, but everybody else thinks it's hilarious and it's, it's fun. It's it's a cool brand. So why tablets? That's a good question. There are technical reasons and there are just cultural reasons. I'd say cultural reasons are Flintstone vitamins. We all know how to take a chewable tablet. I don't think any of us are really too familiar with gummy bears being some kind of supplement aside from like kids vitamins. Tinctures, I don't think an American's taken a tincture since the 1800s, um, <laughs> except for this cannabis and hemp space. All of a sudden, they're magic. Um, and to me, I wanted to stay away from vape. You know, very early on when I, when I was working in the, the cannabis space, I saw what people were putting in vape products to, to you know, make sure that they didn't crystallize, make sure they, they flow. You know, they were skimping on what was in the, the coils and everything else. And I was like, I just... I'm not going to put my name on something that goes into people's lungs. So once we started working on the technology, we understood how it worked. To us, a, a chewable tablet allowed you to start getting um, absorption in the sublingual gland. So the, the onset was fast. Uh, you, when you swallow it, you get more absorption from the stomach and then the rest of the absorption in from the, the intestines. So not only do we have a fast onset, we had an extended onset as well. So anywhere from, from four to eight hours. Yeah, that's a, a really impressive breakdown. And then from like a product formulation standpoint, obviously you've got the hangover one, the bounce back, the go-getter, the power down. Can you take us through kind of the origin on how some of those were created and how individuals on an everyday standpoint can feel a trust and association when kind of taking this product and there's kind of this misnomer with C CBD and understanding kind of how it works in its simplest form, right? As if you're communicating to a child. Can you just kind of roughly take people through that? Yeah. Um, I'll start with, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard this too. People referring to cannabinoids as CBDs. Like, do you have product with CBDs in there? And it's like, no, there's CBD. And then there's other cannabinoids and they all, they all kind of do their own thing. And what, what we've learned over the past couple of years is that the minor cannabinoids, maybe ones people haven't heard of. So CBG, CBN, CBC, 
CBDV, they actually interact with the endocannabinoid system better than CBD. And I know that's higher level than people want, but, and for most people, that's not important in the same way. No one knows out there how caffeine works or how your Advil works or your Tylenol works. You just take it. With these, we wanted to make sure that we had the right level of of actives or cannabinoids to do a certain thing. So with the anti-inflammatory, CBG is better than CBD. And it doesn't have the same uh, sedative effect that CBD does. CBN was a uh, tricky nut to crack because it can be sedative at, at higher doses. And with our technology, we had to learn where where the right effective dose was. And that's how we landed in the one to two milligram range. But when you're talking about like the, the power down for sleep or the go-getter for energy, the fade fighter for focus, where those effects come from are actually the terpene blends. And people are always like, yeah, terpenes, what are they? They are the compounds that are in essential oils. They're the compounds that are in fruits and vegetables and plants and pine trees that you know, when you go out walking in nature, you know, in a conifer forest that, you know, I'm looking at right now, you breathe in that pinene. And by breathing in that pinene, which is a bronchial dilator, you know, it, it opens your lungs. You're just breathing better. You're breathing more naturally, getting more oxygen. And so you just feel better. So terpenes are in so many different products that we're, we're exposed to already. The cannabis plant just focused them and, and gave them a personality. And so what we've learned is how to tap the cannabis strains, understand what those personalities can do, and then apply them to certain products with certain cannabinoid ratios. Now, I'll say there is a bell curve to these products. You know, our our power down doesn't work 100% of the time for 100% of the people. There's, we had to pick ones that work for 80% of the people. And we wanted to make sure for the power down, for the sleep one, that you fell asleep quickly and naturally, but that you weren't knocked out. Like you can be on too much CBD or you can be on too much CBN. If something happens during the night, an alarm goes off, a child wakes you up, dog needs to go out. You can still function and you're still alert when that happens. And then you can go back to sleep quickly right after that. And then finally, unlike melatonin, we don't want you to have that groggy feeling in the morning. And so we went through a I don't even want to say how many different iterations trying to figure out. I mean, like we have three more products. I mean, we're still playing with the sleep product because we want to make it as good as we can. We made a good one. We want to make it better. Yeah. And I'm sure my mom is going to be really ecstatic to hear that that's being evolved because that I know that is one of her favorite products. Kellen, do you have an experience with CBD products from a minor cannabinoid statement where the first time you took that and you were like, wow, this is kind of eye-opening. Yeah. I mean, I think we were talking about it earlier this week, right? Um, I was working in the the cannabis industry, not having a great time either. um, Right. But everyone was talking about CBD and how, how it affected you and all these things. And I was like, yeah, I don't really know about that. You know, I was like, "Mm, not really the same. And so I ended up taking a large dose of CBD, like concentrated CBD oil. Right. And I took a large dose and like within the hour, I literally felt like my whole neck relaxed. And I was like, 
oh, wow, like there is actually something going on here, right? And it, it was pretty incredible when it first happened because it made me an instant believer. I was like, nope, like CBD is definitely doing stuff to your muscles and relaxing you. And like, I don't know exactly how the mechanism is working, but it definitely works, right? And so that was my first experience. One other thing I did want to just kind of uh, run by you and see if it's a, a good analogy as far as terpenes go. Something that was uh, explained to me uh, uh, as far as the effects of terpenes um, is comparing like uh, people who drink beer versus people who, who drink like a vodka, right? Like if you're at a party with people drinking beer, there's a lot more like liveliness to it. And that's was uh, my old PI who was a big uh, beer brewer would always swear that it was the terpenes from hops in the beer that caused like that liveliness versus you go to a party where people are like taking shots and drinking um, alcohol that doesn't have those terpenes present. It's a completely different vibe. Right. And so that was kind of how it was explained to me from an analogy standpoint. And I thought that um, at least, at least it made sense to me. What do you think of that analogy, Chris? A hundred percent. I mean, the, the main ingredients in hops doing that, that magic um, are terpenes. And that's why you saw like that, that rise in, you know, IPAs, session IPAs, pale ales, you know, from the late nineties on, because people enjoy them more, you know, they can over hop and you can get those, those same kind of headaches that you can get from, you know, cannabis or anything else. But once people found the right strains of, of hops, you know, the mosaics, the citrus, um, Amarillo's, like they, they really, those were the, the happy ones, the up ones more so than your, your dark bitters that, you know, you drink during the winter time and it's just, you know, to, to relax or, or chill out. And that's why gins, I think the modern gin is pretty popular too. Cause most of those compounds that are, that are distilled in there are, are the terpenes. And I, I love your story about the CBD. We've, I've got one for CBN that, you know, we, we didn't know how the technology was going to affect CBN. And I took a, a 10 milligram dose of, of CBN and I was asleep for two days. I was like, okay, <laughs> that was strong. Uh, knocked it down to five milligrams. I was like, yeah, just slept for a day and it wasn't a great sleep. So that's how we backed it off to like one milligram doses. And we started taking a one milligram tablet with some of our other products to see how it blended. Yeah. It, it, it's, you know, I think, I think Brian, you asked like, how do we figure these out? It's a lot of trial and error in house. Um, and it's like when we started playing around with CBC for the go-getter, we had no idea what was going to happen. And that one in the literature, and it, it's so weird. There's, there is nothing in the literature that talks about the effects that we notice from CBC. And I believe it's, it's mainly because of the solubility. When you take, when you take what you think is the right dose of CBC, you're at, you're not getting a lot. So you're not getting the effective dose that we can deliver with these products. And it's it's such a unique, it, you know, it's just pure drive, pure. Uh, I don't want to say energy, but like you, nothing can stop you from getting something done, and that's why we we I really love that go get our product, but it also doesn't do a lot for anti inflammatory or anti pain. We really haven't seen that that synergistic effect that that people have written about in the in the literature. It likes to be on its own or it shines when it's on its own. How about that? Yeah, the CBC one I hadn't tried yet. I'm going to have to add that to this weekend's list. So definitely <laughs> yeah. look forward to that one. Um, if you've got physical stuff to do, like I know you were talking about how it's it's still dumping out there. So I'd say if you've got to go 
uh, shovel some snow. That is a perfect one to take with a bounce back afterwards for the soreness. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been leaning on the bounce back pretty aggressively to kind of help me through some of the uh, the new ages that I'm dealing with some of these aches and pains, which is really unfortunate. They don't really describe that as a uh, common practice. And, you know, it's one that I think I'm just going to have to incorporate into like a daily life. Kellen and I have been fortunate to to interview a bunch of people now, and it seems like a consistent thing that people are incorporating cannabinoids as like a daily multi-purpose vitamin and it's making a world of difference and you know sooner rather than later i wonder if that becomes like a mainstay in their life where take a multi-purpose vitamin you pop one of these cannabinoids and i'm sure you've got some experiences where you've incorporated that into a daily routine absolutely and that's that's why we picked the products that we have is because we wanted them to be choosable from a consumer's perspective but also routine you know, power down for, for helping you fall asleep, um, bounce back in the morning or a fade fighter in the morning, whichever direction you want to go for that focus or that recovery, go get her in the afternoon to keep you going. You know, people have different, have figured out different routines that, that they, you know, just resonate with for, for the different products. But we didn't want to just have, here's a 1500 milligram CBD tincture. Good luck. Yeah, you know, we we wanted to steer people towards what what the outcome would actually be. Let's talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. That's right. No more excuses. Get your lazy ass off the couch. Go start a podcast. There's the creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Once again, no more excuses. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Could it be easier? Even better, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. They're paying us for this ad. Thank you very much, Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. So if you were making a recommendation, obviously with COVID going on and life kind of being a little disrupted... Uh, I've got a friend, he's got a wife, a newborn at home, dealing with all the COVID things, looking for a recommendation, skeptical of kind of the cannabinoids, not sure which one to try. I was recommending him more of like a slower down to a relaxed one. I'm curious about a fade fighter and some of these others. What would you recommend to uh, an anxious mom who's looking to kind of relax a little bit and kind of slow down with all life's challenges? Sure. That uh, fantastic question. And, and we get that a lot, especially since what last, I don't know, spring, summer, fall, uh, we have seen a number of, of stay at home moms that, you know, sound like they're, they're dealing with the same thing, have a combination of fade fighter in the, the morning, the afternoon to just help them get things done, focus on the kids, focus on the schooling, um, you know, not go crazy in the house, uh, along with either the party prep to kind of take away that, that, um, anxiousness or anxiety so that, you know, they just feel good, but they're not altered in any other way. You know, they can still focus and get stuff done. Uh, the newer one that we just launched, I don't know, was it November, something like that? Uh, the chill out, that's a good one too. And that one, that one's unique. Uh, it's, I don't want to describe that. Um, I don't want to bring it back to, to drinking, but you know, when you take that first sip of a really good, just whiskey or bourbon, you know, you get home from a long, stressful day and you know, you just, you just get that involuntary smile 
and like your shoulders drop and you're just like, yes, okay. You know, screw you world. Uh, I'm just going to enjoy the next like couple hours and you know, whatever, but it's not couch lock. It's not like one of those things where you're taking a massive dose and you know, and I'm going back to, to Kellen's experience. You're not just on the couch, like, blah, like drooling from, from a big dose or anything. You're still fully functional. It's just that we've, we've been able to really shave off that edge. So long story short, I would say fade fighter in the morning and party prep, chill out in the afternoon. Awesome. And then I know everyone's a little different and everyone's bodies handle things differently from like an expected working when they can start anticipating to feel the difference versus the duration. Can you give some rough kind of walkthrough on that? Absolutely. Um, most people. So if you, if you fully chew it up and let it, you know, just sit in your mouth for 10, 20 seconds, something like that before you swallow it, you should start feeling some kind of effect in, in five to 15 minutes. And, you know, we, we started, we, we actually found some really good natural flavors um, to add into these tablets because not everybody likes the, the cannabinoid taste or the terpene taste. So these natural flavors are really starting to um, round out and balance the other flavors in there so that people do enjoy taking them. So on, on average, five to 20 minutes, five to 15 minutes is when it should kick in. And I would say it lasts four to eight hours, depending on the person, depending on, on the, the product. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like you just, it's not like there's a crash. It's just, you know, many hours later, you're like, Oh, I, you know, I think I could take another one. Um, if you need it. Yeah. I think that's a perfect example of how that felt. And I've got a story about that also a little slightly different is I've been fortunate enough to try a ton of different cannabinoid products and, Back in our old life, I was doing a lot of traveling back and, back and forth across the coast. And I was doing a bunch of red eyes. It was the easiest way to get back from the West Coast. And my normal routine, get home from a red eye, quick little nap, wake up, have as much coffee as the body could possibly handle to try and get through like that final day. And one day I had, I tried that route. It was awful. And I had to make a social obligation in, into the city. And I had one of your products sitting in my desk. I think it was like a bounce back or go get, I don't remember which one it was. And I took it and I felt like me again. And that is when I instantly converted from maybe more of a skeptic to being like, holy shit. Like not only does this work, it made me feel like me, which I would have given anything in the entire world in those moments to kind of be present. And, and that's where I think it really eye opened to me. And, and that's where I'm really most excited for others to kind of get that experience where they're kind of skeptic now, but in the future, when they try some of these products, specifically one of the ones that you discussed before, I think it'll open up their eyes. I love that story. And, and I love that you looked at the package and you tried it. You didn't look at the package and say, oh, there's only five milligrams of CBD and everything on the interweb says you have to have 50 milligrams of CBD for something to happen. And you know, as, as a chemist, as a formulator, as, as you know, part of the design of, of these products, it's not about just the number of CBD. It's about everything that we put together in that package to make that effect happen. And, you know, I, I, I hope with what we have on the, the, the website, you know, the blogs, how we explain the products, um, I hope we're able to get across that these are right dosed products or correctly dosed products, not gimmicks. 
No, and I think what you're saying is probably the number one reason that I was really excited about your products when we first uh, got in touch because... I mean, just like you said, you go to the internet and it's more, 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 right? You can go buy a 2000 milligram CBD tincture and then there's someone selling a 4,000 milligram CBD tincture, right? And so you're like, well, I should get more CBD for my dollar. But at the end of the day, that's not how chemicals interact with the body, you know, like more isn't always better. And I think that a lot, like the educational aspect of it is what you, what, what really separated you guys and why I was so infatuated with your guys' products is that you took a traditional like chemical approach to the design of them so that when you eat, say, um, one of your products, 10 milligrams of CBD, all 10 milligrams is going into your bloodstream. You're absorbing all of those, all of the CBD molecules that you ingest, which is not the case with like a tincture or another uh, CBD product that doesn't take that same care in the design of it. And I think that that's probably one of the most powerful aspects associated with the, with the products that you you guys are putting out right now. Thank you. Yeah. And, and super glad you noticed that. Um, you know, we, I know there's a lot of push towards companies doing nano and water soluble and you know, what, what I think you would understand is like chemical encapsulation. And we just took a very different approach to that, you know, pharma and Nutra abandoned that decades ago because of issues. And, you know, you can Google what those issues were, but so we skipped ahead to what does pharma do now? And, you know, this is a very modern, safe, effective, stable, uh, approach to, to applying these not very soluble compounds to the body. And that's, that's what we wanted to do, but it's in the background and, you know, you don't know how, you don't have to know how it works for it to help you. In the same way, no one understands how a transmission works and yet you drive your car every single day and you trust that it's going to work. But kind of going back to what something Brian said, actually what both of you said, and I don't want this to come across as, as salesy or, or as an advertisement, but one of the things that we noticed in the, the market was two things. One, people were always talking about how they were getting burned buying CBD products for $80, $90, $140, $200 and it didn't do anything for them. And you know what we wanted to make sure is that people were able to try our products without spending a lot of money. So $5 for 3 doses or you know we've got a sampler on the the website. I think it's $35 gets you a sample size of all of our products and you can figure out which product you like the best or what product works best for you when um, without having to compromise on money or, well, this one seems right. So I'll just go here. And yet one of the other ones could have been like the right one for you. So that was, that was important for me to, to make sure that was out there for people to just give it a try and, and low risk. So personal question here, what can we expect from crappies in the future? Obviously you've got yourself a pretty good product portfolio already with some of the miners. And I'm more interested to hear from a long-term perspective, will crappies continue to kind of expand out the, the miners? Will you have different focuses with different effects? Can you take us through some of that? Yeah. Um, short-term, we've got our pet line coming out, which there are no terpenes in. We feel that terpenes don't necessarily belong in pet products. They're toxic to cats and some breeds of dogs. And because of the tech and because of the miners, we're able to tune those products for what the, the dogs and the cats need. Uh, 
So, you know, we've got a calming product for dogs with, you know, just a bit anxious and then two versions of a mobility product that are based on the size of the dog. We are working on a product for dogs with seizures that incorporates CBDV. So definitely one of the, the up and coming minors that that's out there. You know, we're, we're trying to get that into some clinical trials just to show people, Hey, this is safe. This is effective. So that's on the pet side of things. Um, our next crappies product will be, I'm pretty sure a women's health. I'm going to call it a women's health kit. What we found, um, was that we could we could incorporate CBG, CBN, CBDV with two different versions of terpene blends for women that experience the symptoms of around PMS. So that you know we work with one person that you know it knocks them out for for two days and they're not able to get their work done. They're not able to to function very well. They just want to sleep and have chocolate and you know ice cream whatever. And, you know, what, what she asked us for was, can you build me something that, you know, allows me to just feel, and this is your words too, makes me, lets me feel like me again. And it's like, absolutely. So, you know, we went through probably six, eight months of, of trial for that problem with CBDV is it's really expensive and tough to find. So we wanted to make sure that this wasn't another tax on women. So we wanted to build this kit where it was a number of doses of the daytime, a number of doses of the evening, and a, basically a new muscle cream that we've we developed that's got CBG, CBN, and CBD. And it works super fast. Very great at, at again, the, the spasm symptoms or the, the cramp symptoms. So we're putting together this kit. We don't, we're still working on all the, the, the details and logistics around it, but we wanted to make sure that it's low cost, a kit for a couple of days that, you know, women weren't spending a lot on, but that they could trust. So that's coming out. Hopefully Q2 is my guess. Uh, after that, um, I kind of want to get through those two <laughs> and then maybe <laughs> sleep. <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure. I mean, you know, we're, we're constantly taking, trying new new formulations to see where can we fill in a gap that we may have with the, the formulations that we have. I'm waiting to get some samples of THCV. I know that could be a, a really interesting cannabinoid. And if we can make sure, if we can find one that's you know cost effective, I'd love to start introducing that into some of the products. But you know, as I said, I think before we were recording, we're still playing around with different sleep formulas because sleep is so personal. And, you know, you could have sleep problem problems because you have pain and that pain keeps you from sleeping. You could have sleep problems because your mind is going a million miles an hour. You could have sleep problems because you just can't fall asleep and building one formula that encompasses all those reasons for not being able to sleep has been a challenge. And we know that, you know, we're, our bell curve for that one, you know, the amount of people that were, were actually able to reach with that product is smaller than we want it to be. So, you know, we're, we're constantly going back and tweaking and, and finding new formulas that can help people where our power down doesn't. Then it's just a matter of, and you see this with, with launching a, a brand and launching a store, 
you know, it's already hard enough to explain what CBD does and, and how, you know, what products to use when, if we were then to have three different sleep formulas, that would confuse the crap out of people. So we need to make sure that we're doing the marketing model and the messaging correctly so that we're not confusing people and, and having them give up before they even try the product. Right. And just a quick analysis, by analysis. you could call it, there's three different versions. You can call it like nap, normal sleep and coma. And that way people <laughs> would know really well, if I want to go into coma, this is the one I would take. No charge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> prediction time. We're going to talk yeah. minor cannabinoids. I'm going to let Kellen go first so that he has the easiest chance of taking his favorite one. 2024, right after CBD, we, like you said before, Chris, everyone's like CBDs. Kellen, what do you think would be the next minor cannabinoid that takes the, the reign from CBD to become, we'll call it the, the king cannabinoid? I don't think that there's going to be a minor cannabinoid that kind of takes CBD's crown in the public domain. I do think, though, that there's a lot of potential for CBG as an API in the pharmaceutical industry. I know that and please speak up if I misspeak here, uh, but I, I was reading a couple articles regarding um, CBG's application for anti-cancer. Some, there's some studies, some cool studies coming out of Canada right now that have shown some promising results with CBG and the treatment of cancer. And so I could potentially see CBG becoming the top cannabinoid API, if you will. So that's my prediction. What do you think, Chris? I 100% agree. I, I think because, because of Charlotte's Web and because of, you know, Anderson Cooper and Sanjay Gupta, just the term CBD will always be applied to this market and it'll always be the one that, that people look for. Um, but I think, I think CBG is actually the best. Uh, it's got the most amount of promise, the most amount of um, efficacy with the least amount of side effects. And when you're talking pharma side effects, are it's, are it's worst nightmare. And, you know, I think CBG will get through the, the process a lot easier than CBD ever would. Um, but you know the, I don't know the miners are all they're so interesting. Um, I love working with them. And it's 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 so it's so incredible to talk about this because it's so so much open field of development and opportunities in the space and and understanding how that works. I'm gonna take a little different route, like always. Uh, I would normally have selected CBN, which I thought would have been an easy choice for either of you because obviously with the sleep being a massive massive opportunity space. That's an easy one, especially when you're talking about like end with night. That's an easy association where I think sometimes people need that direct connection of, okay, I take this with this. And maybe as we evolve, there'll be less about the actual cannabinoids and more about like you've done, go getter, power down and things like that. But the cannabinoid I'm going to select is going to be THCV. And from the standpoint of obviously the early articles about the skinny pot and how consuming this cannabinoid can help you lose weight. I think will be the easiest path to mass adoption. Obviously, people are consistently evolving from a diet standpoint, and if they can consume a cannabinoid while still living their normal life to help them lose weight, even better so. So if THCV is that one where there's more advancements, that thing could pick up like a wildfire and just spread everywhere. I, I'm super excited to get our THCV. We ordered it, I think, in December. And it still hasn't gotten here. So that reminds me, I'll, I'll make another call after this to be like, where, 
is our sample. That's so an easy bestseller. Yeah. Once you market that correctly, yeah. especially if you can kind of get where you're looking for, that'll be a, that'll fly off the shelf. Especially if you can drop Absolutely. it into your women's package too. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm I'm staying away from that. Yeah, well, I just um, from like an association <laughs> standpoint, it's an easy to to, to yeah, absolutely. model. Um, so absolutely. The last question we have, we ask all of our guests: When was the last time you consumed any cannabinoid? Uh, I think it was this morning. I took a bounce back. I mean, to me, the the people are like, "Do you just make these products?" And it's like, "No, we I take them often." I I um, habitual user of our products. Um, I'll say that I also take products that we don't sell because we're always tinkering. We've got one that I think it, it's almost like a party prep and a fade fighter in, in one product um, that I, I kind of live off of right now. But yeah, I mean, the, I live on these things. I use a different version of the power down to help me sleep. Um, we're playing around with new new muscle rubs to make them as effective as possible. You know, I I build my own soaps. I build my own like toiletry products, deodorant, toothpaste. You know, we have a chewable toothpaste that is all natural and it's got the the cannabinoids in there. Uh, <laughs> it's great for travel. I mean, I know no one's traveling anymore, but you know, it's a you know a, a tablet that you can just sit there and chew and start brushing your teeth, and it's it's all natural. Just an awesome product. I make all my own, you know, face creams and everything else. So I. Every day. <laughs> so appreciate your time today, kind of chopping it up with us. Where can the listeners get in touch with you? Where can they learn more about the Crappies products? Do you have any social handles, things like that? Yeah, our website is crappiesfeelbetter.com. Um, we've got a number of blogs on there that that go into a little bit of the science or go into a little bit of the philosophy of, of why we built things the way we did. Our Instagram is crappiesfeelbetter. I think it's just crappiesfeelbetter. Um, oscillating around the, the 12,000 follower mark. So, you know, listeners, please get up there, like, comment, subscribe. I don't know, whatever the social thing is these days. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we're hoping to do some more videos on Instagram this year to just have that, that more personal engagement, uh, you know, talking about the products. You know, I, you've seen our containers. Sometimes people struggle just to open our containers. So I want to have a little video on there. This is how you open them. And, you know, they're <laughs> child resistant. We built them that way. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're growing. We're expanding. Awesome. We'll tag all that in the show bio. And appreciate your time, Chris. And look forward to having you on again. Yeah. Thank you both. Brian Kellen. Love being on here. Great conversation. Time, Chris. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humiston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.